G'day. G'day, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to Blokes, Blokes on Stage. Courtesy of Xerox Cabaret Productions. Well done. Getting good with that? Yes. How are you feeling, mate? I'm feeling good. I've had a haircut. I know. I see that. You're looking good. Looking no longer sharp. shall it flap in Not the breeze like a cockatoo. In, <laughs> in the breeze. Um, yeah, yeah. Finally, genuinely no longer sick. Good. Over that. Really, truly over the That's sickness. Very... I was singing the other night and I thought, gee... It's so nice to sing you. Not sick. Oh, fuck's sake. You know, light's not on, mate. Okay, I'll get gonna, it. We're just going to keep that. We're, we're not going to read, read it. We're going to go from Sorry, there. lights on. Bit lights on here, scenes. not in here. No, no. The lights are on, but nobody's <laughs> home. That's for sure. Um, We've had to pack down the, the room entire room. And then reset it up so the camera angles. Anybody, any of my OCD friends, I'm really, really sorry. But it's going to be a little off. It's The continuity of the, sh- the shot is probably not going to be perfect. Oh, well. Yeah, just stick it. Get Anyway, over it, feeling better, aren't just you? Just do it on Spotify. Yeah, yeah I'm happy. Um, <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm feeling good. It's nice to be able to sing again without having to fight my own body for it. Yep. But I found that since I've been, I had to come up with different ways to sing while sick, and I've just kept them. I've employed them now. In mm. normal life, because it just makes it easier. I was thinking about, oh, sh- I haven't even Sorry. cracked a beer. No, you're right. Cheers, mate. I went with the thumb technique there. Cheers. It is interesting, for sure. Um, cheers, mate. I, um, God, I love a Rosa Blanca. Why did you sound like you were going to cry? Because <laughs> the fizz, the bubbles went up my nose. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Anyway, sorry, I, um... Yeah, I've found that the the ways that I had to sing when sick to get it out have just been ways that I'm I'm now singing properly. Just employing those like um I don't I'm not really sure the mechanics of it. Mm-hmm. Just talking to it talking about it to Paul and my singing, singing lesson, teacher. To my singing teacher. Yeah. The main man. Uh that I'm not quite sure what the specifics are, but I am able to change stuff to make life easier. And he said if you can do it on stage, that's the big thing. That's, yeah. That's the main that's the point. That's what you want. I said, but I can't do it in a lesson for the fucking life of me. He's like, what's gone wrong there? I'm like, I don't know. Because you can't feel it. Well, I don't know. He's like, just doing it on stage. Yeah, I don't really understand it on a technical enough mm. level. Which... I th- you know what might be interesting is actually when you're singing down a microphone versus when you're singing acoustically, there could be a massive difference there. I, f- I feel like it's incredibly different. Oh, it is, yeah. For sure, 100%. There's, there, there's two different... There's almost an, another technique um, to singing with a microphone. I mean, you have your standard microphone technique mm-hmm. of stuff like that kind of stuff, but then I think physically and uh, like biomechanically, there's actually a difference in how you sing. Because you don't have to have that mad resonance that you need if you're singing acoustically. Yeah. Right? Like if you're, doing, if you're doing opera versus what we do with a microphone, a handheld microphone... Dude, when I'm doing like my high high stuff, like operatic, like uh, it's now or never, dude, my mic's way 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 further back because I'm in singing in a place that is more resonant, so it's gonna be loud. Yeah, it's way louder just naturally because there's more resonance, there's more movement, more air vibrating. I uh, yeah, I feel I've got a, uh, I have a, I, I guess it looks fine. I figured it out now, but it's the issue with like mic technique because I'm still pretty new this is my second year using a handheld microphone mm. like last year I had no idea and they were just like yeah 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 do it just do it I was like, well, fuck there you it. go there's your mic yeah figure it out like, yeah keep it on your lips I'm like that don't work for me because I'm not used to singing with a microphone so I'm just gunning shit mm. trying to hit the back of the room I've only got to hit the mic mm. 
I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, let the mic do the work for you. When I was singing The Night, yep. you know, I, I started going like, beware of his promise, beware of what I say. And I got, I'm like right up against the microphone, like really just soft with it. And then I lean back and go, <laughs> I'm like right, right there into it. Then I like fucking lean right back. And now I've now found out that you you can grab it and pull the microphone. And it looks way cooler to like grab the mic and push it out from you and start gutting it rather mm. than just leaning back from it like some oh, sort yeah. of fucking freak. <laughs> Wait, but, so you had it on the mic stand and went? Yeah. Oh god. Last year, oh, that's I what see, I do I last year. Then this year I found that um, moving the microphone helps. Playing with the mic stand is is. Lots of fun. You can do lots yeah, of cool man. things. Dude, I play the guitar on that thing. I pick it up, use it as an axe against Vanny. Like, it's crazy. On the... <laughs> what? <laughs> There's no fucking way you do that. Not to Vanny. No, Matty, though. Yeah. Oh, Vanny would be the one doing it. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember um, when... I, didn't for, I forget. I was about to say last night, but it wasn't Flower Power, where the entire front, the beachfront of Camp Pickerfort was turned into like a festival. Festival, yeah, massive. Or one like, section of the beachfront. Yeah. And it was nuts. And we go back home, it's like, what, 8 a.m.? 8, yeah, I was going to say 8.30. 8.30. In the morning, sun's up. Get back and our good friend, Vanny, <laughs> he lives next door to me. Who's out in the bathroom? We all, we, we espoused that we were going to Julia's, a cafe. Oh, yeah. It opens at 6 and it was like 7.30, 8. Yeah. We were like, yeah, fuck yeah. We're going to go, go get, get breakfast. Yeah, get a sanger. And we get back and he's like, oh, so you didn't go to Julia's then? We're like, no, nah, we were too tired. And then he just like, I don't know, he had a moment of maybe clarity where he grabbed our cavemen. We go and dress as cavemen. He grabbed our squeaky caveman clubs and went, fuck the Australians. <laughs> and just started beating the shit out of us with them. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, that's... I couldn't even fold it. Then he ran into his room, but I saw it the next day because we, we got to work. There's no, you can't, you can't take. I think everybody should get a day off after playoff power, but that's wishful thinking. Yeah. And I see him. It's like four. He man has never woken up later than eight a.m. this entire season. Uh, he wakes up at four. O'clock in the afternoon. Comes out of his room, and I'm like, "Hey, Van, how are you?" And he's like, "I'm fucking dead. <laughs> I'm dead on the outside and on my inside. I'm entirely dead." Oh. Travis, you want to sing some of my songs? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, fucking, oh shit, man, he's rough. He did alright, actually. We did. A, we had a lo- we had a tough show. We had um, ninety minutes. A ninety minute show, yeah. Delphin, right? Delphin, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A tough gig. Delphin of um, the shittest audience in yeah, it's, it's fame. a pretty rough gig there. Um, but he did alright. Sounded fine. Like you wouldn't know if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. Yeah, no, he stuff. sounds excellent. That's yeah. what I was saying with Luca and Dan. Dan was like, "Oh, can we take Perfect out?" And I was like. We can take out songs when we're sick, when we're generally genuinely. Yeah, but if sick. you're hungover, nah. self-inflicted. Done that nah, to yourself, man. Yeah. You could have not drunk it for our power. Yeah, yeah. Have done. But like, this does tie back into like singing on a hangover. Yes, it's uh, back like singing on the sickness. It's kind of similar similar concept, except one is self-inflicted. Yeah, and the other one's not. But you were saying that earlier. I'm just going back to what it you is. said because you digressed. I do. I do. And uh, I want uh, I want to bring you back around to that that point that you were saying that you found ways of singing while you're sick yeah remember that actually helped with uh, post flower power I sounded like you know it's how you normally would not shining my own shoe here but I sound pretty like, bloody good sounds like you're tooting my own clown mm. horn so uh, what are the what are these what are these techniques these techniques what well is that's it? the thing is I don't know them specifically you know the mechanics it, no. but it's basically just like making it sound like cheating a bit of a classical 
sort of element of it because I was like trying to make myself sound a bit like. So let's break it down. Let's go. More space. Right. So resonance. Yeah. More resonance. Was it a more a breath thing as well? Oath. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't sing from my damn throat. Because one of the big issues came with a specific song where I was trying to sound not ex- not like an impression of mm. Neil Sedaka, but mm. a bit like have that kind of sound that there's like that roughness around have. the edge. Yeah, and he's um, like he he sounds like he's singing from his fucking throat. I don't know how he makes that noise. Well, do you, do you want me to talk about that? I, I'll talk about it a bit. Sure, sure. Because you, a lot of people like think rock singing is like really bad for your voice. It's not. But how do people do it for years on years on years and decades, mm. if you will, um, with with having full careers, like no and having no issues? Like obviously some people do, but they're obviously doing it the incorrect way. Yeah. Well, when we sing in rock, it, this can come. This just comes from an unnatural understanding of what's actually here, like what your is anatomically there. Yeah. Yeah. So like people that don't know. You have your vocal folds, which is where the sound happens initially. That's where it's created. Mm. It's like two little bits of fabric, and they're blown in the wind, basically, like that. And they vibrate, and they create sound, right? We can distort that sound by using the, a little bit of um, tissue that's above it. That's technical. It's not. I can't remember the technical name for it, but we call it. It's commonly referred to as false folds, because yeah. they look like vocal folds, mm-hmm. and they are above the vocal folds, but they actually have no. They can't create sound. Yeah. They can only distort it. Yeah. So that's what you hear when you hear in rock singing. Like fucking Jimmy Barnes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's... I mean, I reckon he's blown his false he folds to bits. invented the false folds. <laughs> that man. But what he does so well that people don't understand... I mean, a lot of his stuff, because he was drinking and doing a lot of other stuff, it probably couldn't really feel what was going on. So he might have been pushing way too much air yeah. through, which then has maybe affected his folds and his false folds and maybe other parts of his vocal tract. Mm. but what he's really good at is making his head voice or what we head voice sound like a full sound as in like his chest voice like a fuller sound but all he's doing is really is just a head voice with a really like pingy nasally resonance and then just distorting it with false fold like the false folds. Yeah. And so he gets that. Yeah! Yeah! yeah that's yeah. that's, that's probably peaked the mic. Maybe. But sorry, we'll turn that down. Uh, yeah, sorry, my bad. Um, but you know what that's I mean? That's the only way I can do Jimmy Barnes is in falsetto. Yeah, well, that's yeah. That's all I can do. He, but he's doing he's doing head voice, man. He's not singing in chat. There's no way. His vocal folds aren't capable of Insane. vibrating that like way. No one's When the war is over, it just oh, man. kills me every time. Yeah. So, sorry, using the false folds. No, you're fine. I'm using the false folds is like... If you want to create that sound, the issue is trying to use them economically, because yeah. you don't want to you don't want to um, impede the sound so much that it sounds bad now. So it's got to have that coordination between air flow, yeah, natural vibration of the folds plus then natural distortion of the false folds, then into your resonance and articulation, all that kind of stuff. That's further down the vocal tract, but. When you're using that on stage in the show, like that's especially down the mic, you can get away with so much more. Yeah, I don't really do the the distortion, like the growl stuff. As well, much. growl is different again. I do it in a couple of things, but that's only for comic effect. Yeah, honestly, that's it. Like I don't, I do not try and sound like fucking what's his name? Is that a, a CCR song? What's a bloke? Oh, Bad Moon Rising. What's his name? Bogarty. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, John? John Fogarty. John yeah. Fogarty. I don't try and sound like John Fogarty because fuck that. It's hard. No way. I just sing that more authentically like me. But Neil Sedaka, he, he, he didn't have like the any of the growl, any of the distortion. It was just like, I don't know, really weird sounding. And I was like, oh, I can sound a bit like that. And it sounded really, really good. And then I got sick and it just fucking blew out. I was going like, I, yeah. I, felt, I can't sing it like that. And well, now I'm just making it a bit more like, I, I, I don't even know. It just sounded like, because like you, you can break it down into like mm. things. And I'm here going like, just kind of make it more full and open, give it a bit more space, make it a little bit more. I, I turn a little bit more to the way that I would sing classically rather yeah, than okay, contemporary. Yeah. Just employ a couple of those things. Obviously, I'm not singing classically it like, fucking, like an opera. Yeah. yeah, you're not I singing an aria like that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm. Um, just got a couple of those elements that make life mm. a little bit easier to sing. Yeah, I think when I've been sick personally, one of the most important things because when you're sick, like if you have a sore throat, basically what's going on is either there's a surplus or there's not enough mucus, and then they're on the on the vocal folds themselves, and then they're probably swollen. So yeah. like any muscle in the body or any joint in the body, if it, say you've done your knee, right? You've hurt your knee in some way, one of the many ligaments or little bits that's in your knee, and it swells. Yeah. Right? It's going to be harder to use that mechanism, isn't it? Like and just, then if, if you use it too much, like you're more likely to fuck it. Well, that's another issue. Then Again, if, you then, if you're sick and then you push too much and then you injure yourself, it becomes a vocal injury rather than an illness. Yeah. That's... A different story again. So that's, that's the thing, worse. right? It's like uh, when it inflames. It's like it inflaming is not actually damage done to yourself. It's trying to push through when it's fucked. That's well, when it's it's a coping mechanism, damage. isn't it? When you're sick, the body is attacking the yeah. sickness, the illness that is there. So it has to do something to it, and swelling is uh, is a symptom of that. Yeah. And then also, so like it's like anything, or any other part of the body. That's what people don't understand is that the voice is just like any other part of the body. And you'll hear it a lot. You'll hear it, the singers are athletes. And I, you can't put them in the same vein. Right? It's, it's, yeah, it's, but it's the same concept. So we are just like... I'm Harry Grant. Arrogant. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> same thing. You, you on the same like, level. You could be like Harry Grant. When no, you know but the, what I'm saying is in the way that we have to practice, maintain, and then perform... Yeah. Is the same concept as an athlete. That's like, what they're saying. That's yeah, what, yeah. yeah. You have to look after it and you have to do the right things about how to get to your peak performance. To be yeah. a top top end pro- professional athlete, you have to do that. To be a top end professional performer, you have to do a very similar concept. We just do different constructs of the training yeah, and the management and the maintaining of it. It's not as like, you know, we're not fucking out running laps and shit. I ain't doing no, because that doesn't pertain to our sport. Yeah, does it doesn't help me. Our sport is singing. Doesn't help me much, does it? But you can do runs of vocal runs. Yeah, you yeah. You can do scales, scales, which I'm notoriously vocus- vocalese at remembering to do. I do. Yeah, I've got a bit of an issue with the old practice. But that's what I'm saying. One of the things when I was when I'm sick is I focus much more on air control and airflow because I think if. I think this is more a mental thing as well to think about. If you have consistent airflow and control over that consistent airflow, there's less likely that something can go wrong here. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if you have inconsistent airflow, you're going to get weird sounds and you're not going to be able to control it here, even if you're trying to control with the various muscles and ligaments around here. You're the If you don't have that consistent airflow that's just going to multiply 
to make more issues. Yeah. Um, also, I think nasality has a big thing to do with it when you're sick as well. Sometimes, like if you're resonating in the back of your head, like or in the back of your mouth, I should say, like where the soft palate rises and your tongue drops. If you're like all congested, sometimes like, and it may be dry, it might not feel quite right and you might not be getting that normal resonance that you would get. Yeah. Sometimes just like moving that resonance further forward into like the front of the mouth and like the nose can really help. It gives that more pingy sound that you may not get. Because when you're sick, you like sometimes you might sound dull. You're like dull? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. sound is like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's how it is. If you can put that, oh, 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 it further forward into your mouth or, Makes or nice like, face, it can make a n- nicer sound. But everyone's different too. It's like, circumstantial. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That's why singing is probably one of the most difficult instruments to play because, one, you can't see it, and two, it's built differently in every single person. A piano is built the same. There's X amount of keys, and they all play, and they sound like this. Obviously, there's different timbres and stuff, like the different woods used, and maybe the da 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 da. You want to get into it, but at a base level. At a base level, your technique is very similar, very same, because the instrument is built the same. With the voice, your instrument's built different to the way I'm different. Like, you've got a bigger head, melon. Fucking. But that's going to create a different sound. How'd you get away with that? How'd you get away with that? That's going to create a different sound. Fucking Mr. Holmes PhD here. Jackson's a big-headed motherfucker. There you go. That's going to be my thesis. <laughs> if I do my master's. Yeah. <laughs> that's my master's so he thesis. Sing Neil he's, uh, he's got a big head, so why does that inhibit him from singing Neil Sedaka's? It's this, it's, what you were saying about, you know, every, even though it's all the same concept and stuff, like everybody being a bit different with it, it was like, that was the thing that mm. I had to struggle with, with like acting. Because I managed to find throughout uni a really, really clear and concise process for what gets me through something and what helps me find like a spot. And I, I had a mate asking for help, and I was giving him all this help, telling him all the stuff that I do. I was like, "You can't go wrong. You can't. This is the way it's done. This categorically, you cannot fail if you do it like this." And he did everything I told him to. Then brought me what he had, and I was like, "Fuck, man, that's not that's not working for you, eh?" I was like, you got to find your own shit. I was like, that's not... And I had this horrible thing of like, wow, I am in no place. Like, you can give advice, you can share your stuff with people, but there, I was in no place to be going, this is the way it's done. Mm. Also, you know what? Wrong. I think too, like, how old were you when you were saying that? When you found out that? Uh, earlier this year in the break between contracts. Oh, wow. That was recent. Oh, I was going to say, you are younger. I'm a little boy. You are a little boy. Um, But what I'm saying is like, I used to think that too. I used to think I knew fucking everything about the voice. Yeah. The more I've done other stuff, the more I've learned about the voice that I didn't know. And like, I come out of uni with a pretty extensive knowledge of how the voice worked. Yeah. Um, And I maybe like, had heard concepts and like, maybe understood a few of them. But, like, I couldn't do rock singing when I left uni. Like, it wasn't possible. Obviously, that was not what I trained in. I trained in opera. Yeah. So, I, like, I was, that was my job. I was good at doing opera. Then I transitioned into musical theatre. And then you have to be so, so versatile in musical theatre. I mean, you have to be versatile in opera in different ways because there's different periods. You have a massive amount of history of music yeah so singing earlier stuff like Handel and that kind of stuff and Monteverdi and stuff is going to be different sounding to Wagner and Puccini and all that stuff and Benjamin Britten and Mozart's different as well so you have a different sound and so you have to have different techniques to cater for 
different operatic styles or classical music styles. But musical theatre, it's like all our musical theatre history is like relatively small compare, in comparison to opera. But there's so many different styles of singing and like vastly different. Like if you put, um, okay, uh, Carousel, for example, yeah. at one end of the scale. Then you have, let's go, Rent at the other end. That They're not far from each other, really, in, in a historical sense. Yeah. Written, not written too far apart com- in comparison to the rest of the yeah, sung music world. What's it like? Uh, well, I think... 50 years? This is why we need someone on Google, man. Yeah, we need... We, we need, need a... We need a... Hey, send your applications in Yeah, to, yeah. We're uh, taking applications for a fucking laptop person to sit in the corner. Corner. Right over there. Help us out. Um, we need to look things up. Like, what year was Carousel, Carousel written? I, I reckon it's, it's like 40s, isn't it? Like 43 or some shit? When was Oklahoma? Um, I don't know. You should know this, man. Why should I know this? You should know this. You're the fucking... Rodgers and Hammerstein guy. I'm not the Rodgers and Hammerstein guy. I know more about uh, It was 1945. 45. I was pretty there fucking close. 43. That's oh. not too bad. First, first performance was April 19, 1945. Very good. There you go. Based on a book. Go on. I- Ilium. Say that again. Ilium? Lilium. Lilium. No, yeah. it's an I. It's not. That's an L. Show me this. It's a 1909 play, Lilium. Lilium. Fuck, I was so close. One mm. letter off. I'll pay it. I'll okay. pay it that you knew that. Thank you. Thank you. I did. I know stuff. I it's, know. It's a French play. No? Monars. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's about... Yeah, there you go. Domestic violence and shit. Yeah. And then Rent, I think, was 90. It's definitely 90. It's the most fucking... 92? Yeah. It was too late... <laughs> No, it was 94. It was definitely too late. Rent came out too late. Rent was irrelevant when it was showing. Oh, you don't like Rent? Not a massive fan. Oh, I was going to get into this later. Not a massive fan. I was going to get into this later. That's all right. There was a a question about that. Is it? On the... Yeah, you know, when we ask for questions and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get into that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll pin that one there. Right there. I'll I'll put a pin in. Yep, put Put a pin in how much I fucking hate Rent. I don't hate it. Sorry, we'll get into it later. Okay, I was going to say... What? Um, but you know what I mean. Like the yeah, versatility yeah. of a modern day musical theatre performer is. It's it's almost... also something that not many people talk about is only the top, well, not even the top, but only a small amount of people are actually actively working in musicals. Mm. A lot of people are performing like us at the moment, doing this kind of stuff where you're singing pop music. Vibing, yeah. You you're not doing musical theatre. You're doing pop music. I know and it's that, not true. Lucas sings one musical song. Go on then. A friend like me. Yep. Anyway. From Aladdin. Yep. The musical. No, I get the it. Stage version. Thank you. I'm saying, as a general rule, <laughs> I reckon only about fifteen to twenty percent of performers are doing musical theatre. Yeah. All over the world, and then the rest are doing pop music. Yeah, the rest Even are, if you've trained in... The rest are fucking getting by. Empty, yeah. Doing their goddamn best. Yeah, I know. Well, hey, it's rough out here. You know it. It's a tough industry. And like everyone, we were heavily affected by COVID. Absolutely, absolutely. It's, um... I don't know. I didn't really get that 
super. It wasn't like I, I was on some path somewhere and then that just got like drowned out. Mm. I hadn't started really trying yet. Mm. Les Mis was when I really actually started trying. And what was that, 18? No. No, that was... 20. Fucking 20. It was after I came back. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. 21? Yeah. Well, it started in 21 and we went on in 22. Yeah, oh yeah. That's where we... Like, Sorry, my timeline. Dude, yeah, I, was in, I was in the UK in 2018. We did Les Mis together <laughs> fucking, what, like four, four years, ago. years ago. 2018 was... I, I was started in, uni in 2017. That's not okay. That's what I mean. I, like... You're so much younger than me. That's kind of I'm. Oh, I'm very new to this world. I'm still learning. I'm still figuring. I think Some of us got royally fucked. Yeah, people like seem to think that I'm like. Yeah, like, you, you look know, thirty-five. What are, what are you doing? Come on, man. Come on. It's like, dude, I learned to sing an hour ago. Mm. Like, fuck, my hair's still wet from the womb. Give me a minute. I don't think that bigger head was coming out of anyone. <laughs> so I was a C-section. That's right. Um. <laughs> yeah. Poor mum. No. Right here. Would you like another drink? Yeah. Sorry. I've got a sip left. Real, real quick. Ladies and gentlemen, what's in the Brisbane Broncos bag today? Kevy, the Kevolution. Who's who's on top of the live ladder at the moment? Oh, I think you'll find that it's the mighty Brisbane Broncos. At the time of recording, what's today? Thursday? Thursday, the 17th of August. Thursday, 17th of August. At 4 o'clock in the afternoon. 4 o'clock in the Arvo. Brisbane Broncos, the mighty, mighty fucking force are at the top of the live ladder. What has Kevy got in the bag? We've got... Let's have a look. This is especially for the... the also, Broncos stop. Boys. Before this, I do want to... Um, someone, we got a hater during the week. <laughs> Did we? We've got two, actually. Oh, that's right. We've got two haters. Someone commented on the uh, Venny's... Um, the squished The, the real, the squished nectarine. nectarine. She said, cool story, bro. I thought that was a compliment. That was good. No, I think she was getting along the lines of cool story, bro, needs more dragons. Oh, like it was yeah, boring? Yeah, it was boring. Yeah, Fuck yeah. you, Venny's funny as hell. I know. Anyway, and then, but we got another hater, which is a close friend, which I didn't see coming. Oh, we got yeah. blindsided by it. Oh, yeah. Darcy Salt and oh. Pepper. <laughs> Darcy Salt and Pepper. <laughs> a renowned, a renowned... Oh, I did see this. A renowned Broncos hater and yeah. Kevolution non-believer. Scumbag. Um was in the DMs saying that basically Kevy should be put in prison for what he's done. I don't even know what he's done. Do you want me to read the message to you? Yeah, yeah, please get it up. Because it was insulting. I had to, I lashed back. I will admit I lashed back. Something about wanting to choke Kevy harder than your super coach. I, um... I think that's what it was. I don't think it was that kinky. No, 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 like fucking... Oh, that Kevy was going like to coach. kill... Kevin right. and your super coaches shit, whatever. <clears throat> he went, started with this. Thanks for the drink recommendation, but I ain't fucking touching anything brought to me by Kevin. His son <laughs> is a better player than he ever was. I then responded. I lashed back a little bit and I said, there will be no besmirching of the great creator of the Kevolution. Thank you. Oh my gosh. He then said, Kevy too heavy. On his, on his way to choke harder than Trav's super coach. That's what it was. So he reckons the Bronx are going to ch- choke. Well, you know what, Darcy? I think I just watched a game, North Queensland versus Cronulla. Yeah, I think I did. Which actually. might have pushed you outside of the top eight, brother. Ooh, that's That's good. a bit rough, isn't it? Oh, Cowboys. That's a bit rough. Queensland! So, Cowboys. you know what? I think the only person that's choking right now is Jake Granville. Ooh, <laughs> that's a big one, yeah. Granville sucks. Yeah. Kevy's great. Darcy, this one is actually also for you. It's for everybody else as well, but specifically for Darcy. Oh. What's Kevy got in the back today? Come on. We've got 
Minion drink. <laughs> What is Minion doing? I'm not fucking sure. Um, Illumination presents. Is this alcoholic? No. It's, oh, it's not. It's I don't know, fruit I don't know. drink orange. Oh, yeah. No, and I see that. It is. Oh, it's got the weirdest packaging ever. It is actually in Czechoslovakian. That's, oh, it, that's Czech. It is. That is Czech. Holy shit. Um, what's, the, um, what's the nutritional? That's intro? Czech and Slovakian. How do they, is that two different languages? I don't fucking know, man. Oh, this label's upside down. In Spanish. Minions Naranja. Yeah, it's Bebida like Fanta. It's like Fanta. Who, who cares? It's fruit. It's fruit juice, bro. Yeah, it says on the side, "I'm um, fruit drink orange, two fifty mil." Well, this is probably a quarter. So we're going of the my, non-alcoholic route. Yeah, quarter of my day's daily intake. I just thought it was funny. The minion drink. <laughs> um, cheers to the minions. The rise of Gru, like the rise of Kevy. Cheers, right? mate. This is gonna be sweet. It tastes like fucking mozzie repellent. Oh my fucking god, it tastes like fucking Aragard cunt. That's what's so in bad. That? What is in that? That's not orange juice, man. I'd, I'd love to tell you what's in it, but it's in Czech. That's actually fucking foul cunt. There's actually... And you know what? Kevin, come on, man. There's no... There's no um, nutritional information. No, it's... There's no little... You know how there's a, yeah, a thing yeah, on everything? Yeah, a little chart. No, nah, no chart on this one. Stabiliser E414, that can't be good. 44 cal per 100 mil... It's all right. It's okay. But it genuinely tastes like fly spray, mate. No, you know what it... Oh, it's good. You know what it smells like? Oh, it t- it's bitter. Well... Mate, that's... Oh, hard. I actually don't know what to make of it. It's harder to drink than a Cooper's Red. That's fucking... It tastes like a really bad Barocca. Yeah, you know, it <laughs> you know tastes like I mean? it should be good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how shit this fucking Is this a mineral shit. drink? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, sorry, we've been heavily... Oh, my God. We've been sidelined I've been, I've by been, the minion drink. I've been knocked up off my feet with that. Been knocked up. I've been knocked up by the minion drink. Oh, that'd explain this bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we've 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 had a, a good wake of technical mumbo-jumbo there. We have. We did talk about um, some singing. You know, we've got... We've a, got if you are interested in more like, I don't know, our process, that kind of thing, take it with a, you know, obviously a fucking grain of salt. Well, everyone has their own opinion. It's just what works for us. Shit. We're not telling anybody how to live their fucking life. And especially not how to do it. Um, find what works is this for a disclaimer? Yourself. This is not like a... <laughs> it sounds disclaimer. like you're making a disclaimer right now. <laughs> if you damage your voice doing what Travis <laughs> yeah. says, he's not fucking liable. I'm not okay? liable. For you cannot sue Travis. You're doing it wrong. shit advice. You're doing it wrong. Right, yeah, do you want to... We've got some questions left over. Some? Mate, we didn't even get through a quarter of the stuff oh, from last episode. Yeah, I, th- I think we got, a, like, a third? Nah. Really? Nah. Well, fuck me, get them up, let's go, let's go, let's go. All right, we're on, I'm on it. Anyway, if that, if that, like, more actual talk about the industry and shit like that, if that does interest you, please let us know. All right. We'll, we'll have a bit more of that. We'll try and balance it out. So we got go. to here, we got to here. All right, first things first. <clears throat> Why is Rent Jackson's favourite musical? Who fucking said that? <laughs> Who said that? Genuinely. Uh, I may be a ginger. Oh, it's Peter Darms again. The fucking yeah. prick. Yes. First Marvel, now Rent. Yes. It's not my favourite musical. I don't like it. I Okay, okay. but why is it your favourite? It's my favourite because I love Anthony Rapp. He's got such a listenable voice. I want to get him on the podcast. 
I, Anthony Rapp's an OG, man. Hey, man, I'm not saying he's bad. You're allowed to, like, have your own opinions on I things. quite like Rent. You love Rent. I don't like Rent. I think it was irrelevant. I love 80... I love 90% of Rent. Yeah. I, like I don't Adam like the Pascal. ending. I love Adam Pascal. I love Adam Pascal. I think he's I the one. Love him. Man. Okay, what, what, in, what do you hate about Rent? Why are you so against I Rent? I don't even know, man. Come I on, just... man. Because it's based on my favourite opera ever. What's your favourite opera? Love O.M. Pacini. Okay. I hate that shit. That's um, lovey Boeb. That's not from I the opera. I don't give a fuck, but in Rent, that annoys the fuck out of me. It all annoys me. I hate Anth- uh, I don't hate him, obviously, as a human being. This means literally nothing. You're allowed to... Like, Stop trying to justify it I and just tell me. I voice, man. It's so annoying. Like, it's just so, like, into... Like, it's so enthusiastic and it, exactly what it's supposed to be. I just dislike it. I don't like how fucking... You know, like, you bet you're right. Okay, so if Anthony Rapp's not in the musical, what's um, wrong with it? It's fucking irrelevant. How's it? Oh, sorry? What's it about? Have you seen it? Yeah, bro. Then you should know. You can't lecture me on films ever again. <laughs> it's about the AIDS in yeah, the gay community. Well, not even just the gay community. That's someone who was mostly affected. But yeah, obviously. AIDS through the 80s and 90s, man. It's through the 80s. And 90s. Stop being an issue, like, real hard. Like, as Rent came out. Obviously, it's still an issue, and it's still something that should be looked at. I just think... Alright, okay, so no one ever making a musical or a film can ever go back in history to tell a story about it. Don't do it. It's Jackson Weck has said so. (laughs) You can't do it. Well, so, no, no, don't hold me to the fact that AIDS is on... It is still an issue, but, like, the massive epidemic where it was, like, you know, people... I just think it was a lot more... I'm more impacted... In, in falsettos also from the 90s big part of it about AIDS I think that was better than Rent okay so but why do you hate Rent so much though? it just it's annoys not... me the music why? annoys me the music annoys the fuck out of me the music's the best the part of it stuff. it just annoys me I'm sorry I don't like it I don't have to like everything that exists no but you, I want to I want to I want to reason prob- there's probably stuff that you like or well, that I like that you don't like like what? there's probably heaps of stuff I don't know. Music-wise, like that Talking Heads concert that I keep listening to. Yeah, but there's no reason behind that. There's no story behind it. What I'm saying is musicals. Don't go into pop music. That's a different okay, genre, okay. man. I don't, I don't... I just don't like it. We had to do a thing in drama for the acting students. We had to do, like, a dance to it. We had to do it to fucking... Is it because it's popular? Boy. And you like it's to go against the grain? I love lots of popular things. I like Hades Town. I like Dear Evan Hansen. It's not just because it's popular... It's Still just haven't given me a good enough reason. I don't fucking like it. I just don't like it. It annoys me. And that fucking Seasons of Love song. That's what it is. That's why I hate it. Seasons of Love. It's Seasons of Love. <laughs> I don't song. actually hate Rent. I hate Seasons of Love. I hate that fucking song so much. Oh, sorry. The mic's slipping out. I'm like so angry. I hate Seasons of Love with such an awful, burning, fiery passion. Why? Because it annoys the fuck out of me. The song. Yes. The sound of it, the way it People sounds. People singing it all the time and being like, like at uni, being like, oh my god, they take like someone will sing it, then everyone will start joining in and singing their bits. I often like wonder. Like they all pre-rehearsed one of the most annoying songs in MT. Like I don't, like, see, I, I don't know, I wonder what makes a song annoying to someone and not to someone else. I think it's because, 
I don't know what's the thing. It was like having it sung at you. It's like, fuck off. It's like when Hamilton came out. And I was like, fuck off. Leave me. I don't mm. want to hear you sing Hamilton at me. Oh, someone put on Hamilton. No, I don't want to fucking listen to Hamilton. Then I went and listened to it like in my own time, like probably a year after. Like when it lost popularity, I went and had to listen to it. And I was like, oh, this is fucking sick. Like if, if I had been allowed to breathe and listen to it, it would have been fine. But the fact that it's like, I think I hate Rent because it was sh- stuck in my fucking face. Oh, you have to like it. You have to like Rent. If that's what I'm saying. When I said it, like, like that's what I said when you were like, you'll go against the grain with the popular stuff. Hades. That's That was what I was saying. I liked Dear Evan Hansen while it was popular. And Hades Town while it was popular. I've never seen Hades Town. Hades Town's fucking great. I've never seen it. It's good. Um, oh, I also like it because you, you can be pretentious about it and like other versions of it more because it like started as a concept album and then was a like a workshop and a, then the Broadway show that everyone knows with yeah. Reef County and all that fucking shit but like you can listen to the way it's gone through like they're all available on Spotify and Apple Music it's really interesting so anyway we've spent way too much time on yeah and you still Rent's, haven't given me an answer as to why I you don't Rent. like it because it was popular and it was stuck in my face and I'm pretentious and I want to be different there you go there is the answer that we were all looking for I think I just woke up one day and decided I hated Rent and that would be like oh that's the most anything. Jackson Weckett thing I've ever heard <laughs> because it was like yeah it actually you know what you need to rewatch it. Not the film version, the one on YouTube, the Broadway version. I like Anthony Rapp. Don't watch the film version. I like Adam Pascal. Yeah, there's one with Adam Pascal. Oh, maybe not. I can't I remember. The film one. I watched Light My Candle again. That's, see, I hate that song. I played, I, like song. I played Roger in 2016. They call me. 18, 16. I hate that song. I like that song. But I hate, I hate that song, but I love the rest of the musical. I like. I that also hate song. the last 10 minutes of the show. I don't even know what they are. She's like dead and then just wakes up. Oh, whatever. Fuck off. Um, it's like, oh, we're sad and different. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, everyone's struggling, idiots. Have you seen the opera La Boheme? No. You need to see the Why opera. I've seen the opera. I don't know. I don't think I've seen a single opera. It's one opera. of the most popular operas ever. I've never seen a single opera in my life. You should see some. I've never seen a opera um, either. Blake. Blake, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, Gandhi with a stick versus Anne Frank. <laughs> Who you got? <laughs> um, if I remember correctly, so Gandhi is this with a, a comment, stick this is a beats Anne Frank. In a fight. Yeah, in a this fight. This is what we're talking so about. So, Blake, I'll give you a bit of a rundown with this. So, Blake and I were... Um, <clears throat> Chilling. A number of years ago, we were, we were indulging in um, some stuff that makes you pretty fucking stupid. And um, we were sat on the couch, just crying, laughing, because I asked him if you could fight any historical figure, who would it be? And he said, Anne Frank. <laughs> and I said, what the fuck, why would you want to fight Anne Frank? He's like, because at least, like, I wouldn't lose. And I was like, but you picked, like, a little girl, like, a child <laughs> female, like, pick Gandhi. You're still going to win, at least it's a bloke, and he's, like, old, you know, like, it's an adult. And then we started laughing about who would win in a fight, and we came with our own <laughs> baby scissors rock. <laughs> it's like, Anne Frank would beat Gandhi in a fight, but if Gandhi had a stick, he would beat Anne Frank in a fight. Right. I well, don't know about Gandhi. How does, Gandhi yeah, Gandhi on Gandhi the stick. Um, we didn't get that far, I'll be honest. We just uh, There's a video of it somewhere, but we were just fucking dying. So he got Gandhi with a stick. Oh, Gandhi with a stick. Right. He beats Anne Frank. 
And the but Anne Frank would beat Gandhi without a stick. Okay. Is the that's the it's important. Okay, we can roll through a couple of these really quickly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I commented when I was drunk. I said you guys are so cool. <laughs> when I was drunk, very good. I, I very responded good. to that. Uh, Sam Hendo said, "Weka, you're so sexy. Miss you, fellas. Miss you, brother. Miss you, man." Um, Dan Taylor, of son of Fiona Buchanan. Yeah, fame. yeah, Dan the man. Said of Superman fame. Yes, actually, Dreamworld Superman fame. I've lent me his Captain America boots while I was fuck off. Oh man. yeah, that was, was a red cliff. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like, yeah. Man, it was video of it. Wow, he asked, "What's the legal blood alcohol limit for driving golf carts?" <laughs> Dude, you're fucking I don't think there is one, mate. Because you're on private property. Yeah, and also like, it's a golf cart, mate. It's not a real car. It's not a vehicle, is it? Wow. I run quicker than a fucking. Golf well, car. no. So here now, now it. Because I, my dad owns a golf buggy, yeah. and it has number plates, so it's registered for the road. So you can drive that thing on the road. Okay. Well, so I used to, we used to, with my other mate Jackson, Jackson Harris, we used to play nine holes, drive down to the bakery, get a couple of sausage rolls, drive back, play the back nine. Down that was the like, yeah, down down Surely. near the bottle though. We didn't get anything, um, but if you're on the road, then it's just the. I mean, it's the standard. It's the law. Yeah, 0.02? Uh, it's, yeah, it's... 0.05. You're allowed one and a half forex goals. <laughs> and then but on the golf course. On the golf course, mate, you're with fucking... With the golf buggy. You well, could be... You could have blood alcohol content of 1.7 and you'd be fine. That's the important thing to remember. Films like, um, you know, the, the Dollars Trilogy, for example, you know, um, Fistful of Dollars for a few dollars more, Good, the Bad and the Ugly, they're all based on golf, lads' golf trips. Mm. That's where the Wild Wild West was invented. It's fictional. I think we should have a golf... We should day. have a golf we'll day film it. because it's a lawless fucking land. We'll, we'll film it. Well, apparently, not really. Apparently golf courses in England are like really like hoity-toity. Yeah. Posh. Yeah. And it, I don't... Well, actually, I've only ever been to one, two golf courses in my life. If one is in Proserpine, I'm not interested. One is the Proserpine golf course, and I promise you, you can do whatever the fuck you want there. It's better to get drunk at the clubhouse than it is like a pub. Yeah. No, it's golf nuts. clubs do have good places it's to drink. It's nuts, man. Also... Yeah, I think I crashed a golf buggy once when I was little. I used to go when I was when I was little. I used to play a lot during COVID. I played a lot because my dad and mum live on the back of a golf course. Yeah. So I was playing nearly every day, sometimes twice a day during the week. I'm right. so shit at golf, man. Um, one day I was driving. I was on a hole. Doesn't matter. No one cares. Five. It was actually six. And then you tee, oh, you tee off over a, like a little creek. Not a little creek, quite a wide creek. Um, Why would you say little then? Because it wasn't a river, so. <laughs> God, yeah. Um, <laughs> what's you fucking? And I tee off, whack, bang, just on the fairway. And you have to drive over a bridge to get onto the fairway. Yeah. But it's a fair whack. It's probably 150, 180 meters from the tee box. Yeah. And as I'm driving down, I'm like, oh, what's that in the creek? It's a golf buggy half submerged <laughs> into the creek as I'm driving over the bridge and I was like oh Fuck shit like one of the gold. club carts like one of the golf club oh, carts no. yeah so someone's got a pretty hefty insurance bill to pay up I reckon I reckon there might have been some blood in his alcohol Fuck or his yeah, alcohol there might be some alcohol in his blood blood in his alcohol there's a bit of so alcohol in my blood apparently about us there. Yeah, yeah a bit of blood in my alcohol levels yeah Anyway, anyway, yeah. we'll move on. Uh, you do whatever the fuck you yeah, want, man. Whatever, whatever you man. like, Dan. Just go whack some balls, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Liam Boyd, official. Yep. Said, Wecker, speak on the con. And then 
said again, actually, I'm curious, Travis, can you also speak on your training? Then he said, also, mention your favourite gay. Mention my favourite gay. This could be My favourite gay has to be... Jackson Wecker. I knew you were going to yeah. fucking say me. I knew you were going to fucking say me. I don't know. I know so many good gays. Obviously, Leon Boyd, you are my favourite gay. Sorry, Sam Long. I know you said you were going to fight him for this position, but I'm just going to have to watch you guys wow. battle it out with fisticuffs. In the mud? Man, whatever works. Hey, Off. wherever it has to be arranged. Um, speak on the con, that could Let's be... Let's clarify what the con, con is. Not the Queensland con. Yeah. Uh, What's your the con? Central <laughs> Queensland there you go. con. Central Queensland Conservatory of Music, CQU. It's where I studied with Liam. And you did a degree in Bachelor acting. of... Bachelor of Arts in Acting or Bachelor Bachelor of Theatre. Oh. The specialisation was drama. Drama, right. So I majored in drama. He majored in drama. Uh, You could could major in tech, music theatre or drama. Right. And, um... Oh no! This could be this could be what we might have to like come back to this and do a we'll proper, do that next proper episode. Should we do an, a next another episode talking about our training? Yeah, better right, let's do that. We'll do that. So much. To talk yeah, we could talk about that for half an hour. Each. We'll do a whole episode for you. Yeah, there we go. All right, there well we then we'll just move on, and that'll be next episode. Keep them rolling. Yeah, we'll do that next episode. Um, oh, dude, I don't know if you're, how you're gonna feel about this one. Scrappy do found dead in Miami. <laughs> Who put that? Sam Borrell. Fucking Borrell. <laughs> Last year, Sam Borrell, Chris Roberts, and I, it's after Flower Power, we rock up to Club Del Sol in Poyenta. We give the world's shittest sound check. I'm talking, like, horrible. Like, even Chris Roberts sounded bad, which is, like, you know, it's rare. Little prick as he is, rare for him to sound bad. Um, and then I said aloud, like, you know, that meme, Scrappy Doo Found Dead in Miami. I just said it. And On the I mic. S- yeah, in soundcheck. And then I started howling with laughter. Like, I, I was, like, holding my intestines and just crying and screaming. And then we all started, Sam and, and Chris and I, we all just started fucking howling with laughter. And then that became the thing throughout the rest of the season. So, I mean, if we're in a down mood, you go, Scrappy, we found dead in Miami and just fucking piss ourselves laughing. Thanks for the comment, Sam. Miss you, buddy. Thanks, Sam. Hope, uh, hope you're doing well, mate. Hope you're dead. Um, Sammy Patterson. Oh no. Said frogs or toads. <laughs> you know it's toads, baby. <laughs> toads every day. The, the cane wish. toads, the, the mighty cane, cane toads. Battle toads, battle arena, battle royale once yeah, every man. toad year. When's that coming back, Hawkins? Get that on. That's yeah, toads all the way. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, Charlotte Bradley. What is she? Uh, long time listener. Long time friend. Yeah. Uh, first time poster. First time poster. Yeah. We'll say that. Uh, she said last year, I think she came up with some sort of weird, like, superhero and sidekick storyline for us. Now, I don't know if you remember it, but we were called Guy and Beefcake. <laughs> beefcake and Guy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she, that's all she said. She said Guy and Beefcake. That's all she said. Yeah. I remember, because she came out and, like... Was, was that here or was that in the UK? That was in Mallorca that happened. Was it? I remember, because we were like, obvi- I'd met her in the UK a couple times, but obviously, you know, that was more a reunion for you, you and your friends, and I was just there. I was mm. very graciously accepted to these events and stuff, and I was made to feel welcome. I didn't feel like I was just there. Um, I got to meet all your friends, and it was really, really good. And she, um, but then when she came out, I got to spend, obviously, more actual like time with her. Mm. And she said to me that I am like your imaginary friend. 
Like, it's as if nobody else can see me. It's just you, and I just kind of walk around and, like, torment you like a little snowman. Remember, that's what she said. So I don't know where Beefcake and Guy really came from, but it could have been some extension of that. But you were Guy. Yeah, I'm Guy. I was Beefcake, baby. Well, I thought that was that's clear. obvious. Clear yeah, I thought that was obvious. Anyway, thanks um, for that, Charlotte. Thanks, Charlotte. Uh, Brett. Brett's Theatre. Brett, oh! Um, Roberts. Rob... Roberts? I think. Yeah, 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 you are right. Yeah, Brett Roberts. He <laughs> said, uh, why should I listen to your podcast? Don't. Yeah, probably don't. Don't. Um, um, because you've been mentioned on it, Brett. That's multiple why. times. No, you know what, Brett? I've had a gut full of it, mate. <laughs> oh, fuck. Here we go. <laughs> this is why you should listen to the Down podcast. To tax. Because it's just a couple of blokes talking about theatre. Now, if you're yeah. interested in theatre, a couple of blokes talking about it. If you're not interested in theatre, a couple of blokes talking. Yeah. That's all that needs to be said. Theatre. Have you already said that? No, but that that works. works. Moving on. Swiftly. No, dude, you know what? Yeah, man, just watch. Just Just watch. You might might find something you like. You might might find something something interesting. Maybe maybe we can give you a bit of an insight into how the Spanish world works. Yeah, maybe you can come do tech out here. Yeah, man. We need (laughs) sound shit out here. Because if you want fucking, you know... If you want bigger budgets for set design and stuff, you're definitely going to get That's where you want to be. That's where you want to be. Definitely going to get it. You want to be in New Yorker. Um, Moving on. Sorry. Love you, Brett. Uh, Melissa Pepper. Oh, Darcy's mum. Darcy's mum. Let's go. Said, bring back Brett. Now, I don't know what this means. (laughs) Last question. Brett was... So, for Darcy's fucking birthday at some point when we were really, really young, this is going fucking back. This might be like grade four, grade five or something. Logan Donadelli and I wrote a comic called, it was like Brett, and he was just this kind of useless thief. And he would like take his shoes off before he went into the house and stuff that he was robbing and things. Like he was like a polite idiot thief. Right. And he was really, really not very good at it. And I remember we were, there's a video of us, like Logan and I sat down showing this comic and like reading it out to Darcy for his birthday. It was like fucking ages, ages ago. And then Logan like got a boner in the middle of it. <laughs> so wearing footy shorts, and Sorry? like the whole video, he just turned into us making fun of like, well, like an eight, nine-year-old Logan for fucking getting a stiffy in the middle of like a birthday video. He's just a weird little fella. Logan Donadelli. Have you met him? Yeah. I'm sorry. What? Yeah, I don't know. That's how it went, and then we, we sort of lost track. But yeah, I, Logan and I made a comic together called uh, Brett. It, yeah, Brett. Right. There's something. So that's what it is then. Because when I read that, I was like, I got. I assumed that it was was about Brett. It was like intense. Because it was like in in like insanely close. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um. Yeah, it was an old comic that I I wrote when I was like fucking nine. Right. Or ten. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Might have to get that comic and. Uh, I don't know. I'll try and get that video. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Um. We got time for one more. Yeah, we got time for a couple more. I reckon. Or just like banging oh, that rapid yeah. fire. All right. Well, we can't really. Well, there's only one left for this page. Okay, well, that's fine. It says, what's your take on Zuck ver- Musk? So, obviously, have you heard about this? Elon Musk oh, is yeah, fighting yeah, Mark yeah, Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah, I saw some of that Apparently shit. Apparently, that's happening. Who says this? Uh, official goon lord is the... Oh, it's Riley Cameron. <laughs> is the uh, handle there, so I don't know who He's that one is. one of my mates. He, he broke the legs off my Power Rangers toy when I was little. I got very angry at him. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that, Riley, but fuck yeah. Um, um, I, don't, I don't... It's not going to happen. 
Yeah, I, I don't know. It's not going to fucking happen. He said, um, I think Elon Musk said, I saw during the week that he was going to, um, he's got the approval from the Italian government to hold the fight in the Colosseum in Rome. Fuck, that's sick. Dude, that's so fucking so, sick. Imagine that. I don't, I don't know how true this is. Um, do your own research into that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, that'd be cool. Well, Mark Zuckerberg put out a thing saying that he's done with it. Like, he keeps making excuses. He's just going to go fight someone who's serious about it. Whoa, that's a good call. He's out of there. That's a good also, call. Also, I saw the picture of Zuck, like, you is know, in the, in the kid. I thought it was Photoshop. I thought it was a joke. Oh, so he's built. I haven't seen it. Bro, he's looking fucking hedge. Oh, so he's been trained. Yeah, he's Meanwhile, been genuinely trained. Elon Musk's just... Well, I think it's a real picture. Maybe, I don't know. Because I look thought it was it. fake. I also, did you hit fake. that can just then? No, I, I lifted up the thing. Oh, okay, cool. Because I thought there's some forces that are greater than I can comprehend moving that can right now. He's back. That's a story for another time. I reckon we can do one more. Um, and, but he also said, um, rip to Jared cut out thoughts and prayers. The Jared, Jared. Fogel. The Jared, Jared cut out. <laughs> was a cut out of Jacko Strong. Pay attention, man. Jared Fogel was, um, yeah. Well, he was what he was. Um, no, Luca. Thank you for your Luca, the famed Luca. Yeah. The fabled Luca. Something to look at, yeah. Something to look at has just sent, um, a Mr. Tickle photo. The photo of Mr. Tickle. Justin, Mr. Tickle photo. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? That's the point a, of that? Man, I don't know, dude. I don't know. See, you, I thought that was from one of like my uni mates because no. there was like a Mr. Tickle joke when I was there. It wasn't one of my jokes, it was someone else's, but... All right, I'll give you one more. All right, one more. Make it good. This Make it. it good. Uh, this is from Sarah Dunn. Oh, yes. I love, I love Sarah. How many different choices can Jackson make with the line, come on? Oh, fuck off. This is like a drama exercise. It it's is, an acting it is exercise. like one of those things. How many like, different choices? I hate that. Probably like a... Like a, a million. Yeah, well, realistically, like as many as you wanted. Seems like a whole lot of time killing going on here. As many as you want. Like a, 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 All right, I'll let you off this one, okay? You don't have okay. to do it. I'll, do, I'll, give, I'll give you... Well, I am going to film... I'm gonna film a video. Name a number, and I'll give you them right now. No, 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 no. I'm gonna, oh. I'm gonna film a separate video, and it's gonna go up on the Instagram. Yeah. Just a compilation of you saying "come on." Yeah, right. Different ways. Okay. Come on. How, how many do you reckon we can Don't do? Don't care. I'll sort it out later. Oh, I'm just gonna do as many as I can. Yep. Okay, we got. Well, this is the last one. Sake says. This is a tough one. This is from Rose. Oh, Clinton. I get it. I get it. I get it. Oh, there's a joke. I'm sorry, I get there's it. There's a joke. I understand. I understand the joke now, Sarah. Wow. I fucking get it. Okay. In Sweet Charity, sorry, I'll be really, really quick. In Sweet Charity, I was Herman, and I had to say the line, come on, a bunch. And so every time I tried to make it different, and at one point, I was so mad because they weren't responding in the way that they were supposed to the people in the scene it wasn't making sense to me and it wasn't making sense to sarah was charity it wasn't making sense to either of us and i kept trying to sway people to this thing and i my, the line was hey come on and it, because i was trying so many different come ons i like really ran out of them and i came out and i like bellowed as loud as i possibly could like hey come on and it was like as if I was fucking crying and then everyone started laughing. I was like, you fucking bricks. I get it. Sweet charity. There Very you good. Go. You fucking son of a We got bitch. there, Sarah. We got there. 
Oh, Thanks for Sarah. leaving a comment, Sarah. Shout out to Red Viridian, Sarah's band. Go give them a listen. Red Viridian. That's, That's quite Sarah's, a cool name. It's a fucking sick name. Sarah, Sarah's family What kind band. of music they do? Good music. That's not a type of music. All right, it's like fucking... What would you call it? Why am I asking her like she's here? I'll find it. All right, one last one. Screaming. This is it, man. This is from Rose Quinton. Oh, yeah. My, one of my drama school colleagues. She says... Who do I bring home to my Catholic grandmother? My Jewish boyfriend or my girlfriend? Help. <laughs> yeah, fuck. You're up shit's creek yeah. there, darling. Um, bring Michael Ball home. That's what you gotta do. That's and you know I'd what? Say. Because you can't go wrong with Michael Ball. And you know what? I'd bring with Michael Ball. If you, if you say you've got a very strict Catholic grandmother, what should you bring home? Michael you bring Ball Michael Ball and him a holding a, a plate of sandwiches. Yeah. What, what should be spread upon those Smothered in mainland, mainland barter. Absolutely. Or even just a stick of mainland barter. A tub even. Just come with mainland butter. Just a tub of it. Maybe a couple. Maybe, can maybe you get mainland butter in a stick form? I think you can. There was one. There was at 7-Eleven. Maybe. There's like, you can get tons, you can get mainland cheese as well. Yeah. You can get lots you can. of stuff. We, but mainland butter is sort that's of where it's the at. peak. Mainland yeah. is a sort of thing. Yeah. If you're really, if you're ever struggling to bring, you know, oh, I got to bring someone home and meet my parents. Oh, you know, we all know what that's like. It can be a little bit awkward. Mm. I really struggled the first time I brought you home to my parents. I oh, know it was weird. Mm. It was weird. But I was holding. Luckily, I had a tub of mainland butter. But I forgot it. I left it in my bag. I should have opened with the mainland butter. They were a bit, you know, oh, who is this guy? You know, yada yada. Very cautious. I pulled out the mainland and they were wary. fine with me. Yeah, instant change. Yeah, suddenly, yeah, there was a like, oh, shit, what are we going to put on our tiger bread for dinner? I went, oh. Oh, the, oh. 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 Like Harry Grant getting yelled yeah, at. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Or Daniel out. Dowling lowering himself into the bar. Oh, when, when Daniel Dowling, yeah. oh, it's, it's actually it's a bit of a pain. Yeah, yeah. He lowers himself to a warm bar and he goes, oh. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> it's just really good. Um, um, that's the noise I make when I eat mainland, mainland butter. Me actually. too, I was just about to say that. Oh. oh. It's exact exact same noise that Daniel Dowling makes when he lowers himself into a warm bath after yep. a hard gig. Mm. Um. Mainland butter, Michael Ball. If you want to, yeah. we we would love to have you on the podcast. Yeah, please come on, Michael Ball. Honestly, we've we've got so many questions. We've been I, I've been slowly filling out this notebook from Typo. It's a it's a Ravenclaw Harry Potter notebook because I'm such a you know I'm a Potterhead. Oh, you know yeah, cuff me, put me in jail. I'm such a big fan of Harry Potter. What house you, are you in? I fucking know, man. I got made. Just, I think it's Ravenclaw. Actually, I think it is. Is it? Well, I I got is it, in uni. They're like fucking. You gotta take the, oh, the do, test, do the, the, the hat or whatever. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the sorting hat. They're like do do this quiz and answer some fucking stupid questions that don't mean anything. First one, I got Gryffindor, and they went, "That's not right. Take it again." That's not right. And take went, it again. Okay, well, isn't that or whatever? I was like, I don't even know what being a Gryffindor fucking means, but like whatever. They took it, and I got Hufflepuff, and they went, "That's not right. You hate animals." And I was like, "Well, then fucking what?" And I did it again, and I got Ravenclaw. Like, mm, yeah, I think that's right because you're like pretentious. And I was like, "Did you just make me take a fucking fantasy quiz to insult me?" Is yeah, that that's something I'd do actually. Yeah, but they, I don't know. It felt, felt a bit worse coming from a group of women on tour. Anyway, anyway, Michael Ball, please come on, mate. Come on the podcast. We'd love to have a chat. Ravenclaw Thank you guys, guys very much for listening and watching. <laughs> I didn't even finish my notebook joke. <laughs>
Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? It's it. past now. <laughs> anyway, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you uh, next time. Yeah. Turn that light off, mate. See you later. Goodbye.